Friends, the world is full of a lot of bread that perishes. A lot of physical, soul, spiritual food that does not satisfy. We just keep eating more and more and more of it, but we never can feel full. We are never satisfied. We can stuff our faces with every sweet treat imaginable. We can have food delivered to our homes in abundance. We can binge watch TV for months on end and never watch all of the shows that have been created. We can read thousands of books without ever stepping into a library. We can shop until our credit cards are maxed out. We can find sex in an instant and non-stop. We can play video games until our hearts give out and our bodies shut down. We keep turning stones into bread with our human power. And all the while, the Spirit of God is whispering to us, Come out with me into the wilderness for a while. Cleanse yourself of these spiritually empty calories, these zero nutritious soul and spiritual food sources. And let me introduce you to the one who is the very bread of life. Let me give you true food and true drink that will satisfy you both now and throughout eternity. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. All this week, we are looking at the temptations that Jesus faced when he was on the earth, and then seeing how we can learn from his example of how he dealt with them. We talked on Sunday about how Jesus uses the word of wisdom, the word of God, to resist the evil one and the temptations of this world, and then how he is now praying on our behalf in heaven as we face the same struggles in our life. Then we looked at how the enemy always tries to attack our spiritual identity first, to try and keep us from believing who we are in God's family. Today we are going to continue on and look at the next way that Jesus was tempted, and then see how we are faced with this same area in our modern lives. Let's look at Luke chapter 4. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing at all during that time, and he became very hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. You know, at first glance, this actually seems like wisdom that the devil is trying to give him, doesn't it? Jesus, hey, you're starving out here in the wilderness. You need to eat something. You have the power of God. Why don't you just use that power to make yourself something to eat so that you won't be hungry anymore? I mean, seems like common sense, doesn't it? And yet, right there, those two words, common sense, shows us why Jesus, using his God-given power to feed himself in that moment, would have been wrong. Common sense. 
there is a common sense in the world telling us that if you're hungry physically, just eat whatever sounds good to you. If you are hungry spiritually, just eat anything that seems good. But remember, Jesus had been led by the Spirit of God out into the wilderness to fast and to pray and to shed off the common human nature that he had been living in up until that point and to be empowered with the uncommon nature of the Spirit of God. God hadn't yet released him to use his power to perform miracles. He hadn't yet released him from the wilderness of fasting and praying. If Jesus had turned those stones into bread before he had been released by God to do so, he would have been using it for his own profit. He would have been working his power to satisfy his flesh and not his spirit. He would have been going back to the common sense of the way the world looks to satisfy our needs, and he would not have been able to walk out of that wilderness fully stripped of the power and influence of his flesh and clothed in the power and spirit of God. And part of the importance of this was also so that he could show the world an example. Later on in his ministry, Jesus says that we are supposed to be living our lives working to be satisfied by him and his words and his purposes. He calls this working for the bread of life. So he needed to first demonstrate this for us as an example to follow. Let's look at those scriptures. John chapter 6. Do not work for food that perishes, but rather work for food that endures and leads to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For God the Father has authorized him and put his seal on him, on Jesus. Then they asked Jesus, What are we to do so that we may habitually be doing these works of God? Jesus answered, This is the only work of God, that you believe, trust in, rely on, and have faith in the one whom he has sent, Jesus. So they said to him, well, what sign will you do that we may see it and then believe you? What supernatural work will you do as proof? Do we hear a little bit of that temptation coming back again? If you're the son of God, what miracle are you going to do for us? So we see this common thread coming up throughout. Good thing Jesus knew what to do. So they said to him, what sign will you do that we may see it and believe in you? What supernatural work will you do as proof that you are the son of God? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written in scripture, he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my heavenly father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, always give us this bread. Jesus replied to them, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry, and the one who believes in me as Savior will never be thirsty for that one will be sustained spiritually. And then in John chapter four, where Jesus had been talking to a Samaritan woman and his disciples had gone to look for food because he had said, I'm hungry. 
So we come in at the end of the story. It says, meanwhile, the disciples were urging Jesus to have a meal, saying, Rabbi, teacher, eat something. Now remember, he had asked them to go get food because he was hungry, but now he's not eating. And he tells them why. He says, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, has someone brought him something to eat? And Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to completely finish his work. Friends, the world is full of a lot of bread that perishes, a lot of physical, soul, spiritual food that does not satisfy. We just keep eating more and more and more of it, but we never can feel full. We are never satisfied. We can stuff our faces with every sweet treat imaginable. We can have food delivered to our homes in abundance. We can binge watch TV for months on end and never watch all of the shows that have been created. We can read thousands of books without ever stepping into a library. We can shop until our credit cards are maxed out. We can find sex in an instant and nonstop. We can play video games until our hearts give out and our bodies shut down. We keep turning stones into bread with our human power. And all the while, the Spirit of God is whispering to us, Come out with me into the wilderness for a while. Cleanse yourself of these spiritually empty calories, these zero nutritious soul and spiritual food sources. And let me introduce you to the one who is the very bread of life. Let me give you true food and true drink that will satisfy you both now and throughout eternity. Not long after Jesus leaves the wilderness, he is teaching a great crowd, and he says these words, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, or right standing with God, for they shall be satisfied. Are you feeling dissatisfied with what the world is offering? And your eyes are beginning to see that you have been tricked into thinking that stones are actually bread. You have stopped believing that stuffing ourselves with more and more food and things and ideas and entertainment are going to someday satisfy your soul? Then maybe it's time to be led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. Shed off the old human nature. Put on the new nature of the Spirit of God and then eat the bread of life that comes from Jesus. C.S. Lewis, the writer of the Chronicles of Narnia stories and many other books, said the following, If I find in myself desires which nothing in this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. Listeners, you were made for another world, a spiritual world that you can access right now known as the kingdom of God. I pray over everyone listening that today your eyes would be open to the empty, hollow bread of this world, the temptations of filling ourselves with emptiness and hollowness, empty spiritual calories, and that your eyes would be open to hear the voice of the Spirit of God calling you out into the wilderness where you can meet the true bread of life 
Jesus. I pray that your entire being, spirit, soul, and body would be satisfied with true bread and true drink so that you can go be the church in your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.